Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. This is Dale. Thank you all so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're going to continue through our examination of the birth narrative of the Lord Jesus Christ. In other words, what does the Scripture reveal to us and show us about his coming the first time. Now, we're just looking uh, in the uh, the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Uh, if you look at the Old Testament, you'll see uh, voluminous amounts of information about his coming uh, the first time. And it's prophesied. Uh, I think the numbers are more than 330 prophecies that the Lord fulfilled when he came the first time. So all through the Scripture, we see that he's being told about, he's being uh, uh declared before the people that he would come. But what we're looking at is uh, the actual events of what occurred when he was born. And so we're going to continue, and we're going to begin with Matthew uh, chapter 1 again, which we've examined the first part already. Go back, track a couple of verses here to get a run and go at it today. This is verse 18 of Matthew chapter 1, and it says this. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child, by the Holy Spirit. Now, again, we talked about this in our last episode together. Uh, we're going to see some really uh, interesting things about Joseph and who he was as a man and who he was as a servant of God and the things that he did and how the Lord spoke to him. He spoke to him four different times in dreams. But here, Joseph and Mary are betrothed. They're engaged to be married. But she's found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. So what's Joseph to do with this? Verse 19 says this, And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. He was righteous. He loved her. He wanted to do what was right. He did not want to disgrace her. He could have hauled her according to the law before the, the, the city elders, and he could have had her stoned. Okay? According to the law, he could have done that, but he didn't want to do that. And so he planned to send her away secretly. Verse 20. But when he had considered this, in other words, when he's thinking through this, when he's reasoning through this plan, is this what I need to do? How do you handle these things that are thrown at you? Something you don't understand. You know, my fiance has just told me that she's expecting a child, but don't worry. The father is God. You know, how do you handle this? He's considering this. Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Now, the angel of the Lord had appeared to Zacharias. The angel of the Lord had appeared to Mary. They actually saw the angel. Uh, but here with Joseph, the angel appears to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. So he learns what the truth is. Now, just because the angel appeared in the dream doesn't make the, uh, uh, the truth any more lacking. As a matter of fact, when the Lord cut covenant with Abraham in Genesis 15, that was done in a dream. Okay? In a dream. So the angel is telling him, don't fear this, because what Mary has said is what has occurred. The child in her has been conceived by the Holy Spirit. So now the angel continues, verse 21. She will bear a son. And you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So from the very beginning, Joseph had confirmed to him and affirmed to him that there would be a boy 
this boy was the name Jesus, and that this boy was the Messiah that had been anticipated for centuries. Can you imagine what might what must have gone through his mind? So, verse 22 tells us this. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Oh, well, that's interesting. And this is a, a thing that I always find amazing, and it's very useful to do this. Uh, watch how the New Testament interprets the old and applies the old. So right here in verse 22, it says, what occurred right here with Joseph, what is happening was with Mary, why this is coming about in this way was fulfillment of the word that was spoken of the Lord through the prophet. And then verse 23 gives us that word. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us. This is the passage out of Isaiah. If When you read through the passage in Isaiah, you see that the prophet is speaking to the king and tells what's going to happen. And it doesn't really uh, overtly have any messianic uh, overtures, except for the fact that it uses the word that a virgin shall be with child. Well, that same word can mean that in, in the natural, someone that's never been with a man, they're going to be married, they're going to come together, and they're going to have a child just in the way we do things naturally. Can be interpreted like that. And I suspect that in the near fulfillment that happened. But there was a greater fulfillment yet to come many years down the road. And the reason I know that is because it's spoken of right here. That the Spirit led Matthew uh, to interpret that in this way. So behold, the virgin shall be with child and shall bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which translated means God with us that God himself, as Philippians tells, tells us, will take on the form of his own creation, will take on the form of flesh, and will come to earth, and will, as the angel told Joseph, save the people from their sins. So, last couple of verses, verse 24, Matthew 1. And Joseph awoke from his sleep, and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took Mary as his wife, but kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name, <coughs> excuse me, Jesus. So he did what the angel told him to do. That's what you see with Joseph, is that he will be told to do things, and then it says he did it. He awoke from his sleep and did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. Folks, there is such a need for that in the body of Christ. There is such a need, particularly for men, to simply do that which the Lord has told us to do. It isn't complicated. We we seek and we search for all these things to do in the name of the Lord and this and that, and we avoid and refuse to do the very thing that he calls us to do, you know, which could be any number of things in people's lives. The Lord has told us to walk in holiness, to abide in him, to be righteous, uh, to pray without ceasing, to immerse ourselves in his word, to love one another. There's any, I mean, just thing after thing after thing that he's instructed us to do, which we so often think are, well, yeah, yeah, everybody does that, but we need something more. No, we don't need any more. We simply need to be as Joseph was. And boys, we need to awake from our sleep. That's a great line right there. The church is asleep today. But we, we need to awake from our sleep and simply do as instructed. Well, again, I'm Dale, and I thank you so much for your time. I'll see you next time.